This episode is sponsored by KIS Academics. Find private tutoring and online courses, including a free one that I did about mastering LinkedIn on kisacademics.com. Mia here. Welcome back to another episode of The Student Space. Today I interview Michaela all about her double major in civil systems and construction through a Bachelor of Design at the University of Melbourne. Not only do we chat all about her degree, but we also chat about extracurricular activities such as clubs, different societies and volunteering that Michaela has been part of. Enjoy the episode. I'd like to begin by respectfully acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional custodians on this land on which this podcast is recorded on. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening to this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Student Space. In this episode, I'd like to welcome Michaela. And like I ask everyone, Michaela, start us off by telling us who you are and what you wanted to be when you were younger. Thank you, Mia. When I was younger, I wasn't completely sure what I wanted to do one day and changed my mind about careers many times, from wanting to be a writer, an artist, to becoming interested in architecture and finally engineering. My earliest memory from my childhood about the question of what I wanted to be one day was from when I was around three years old. Australia was experiencing droughts at the time and consequently water restrictions. And my young self, not knowing very much about jobs, but always being very creative, said that I wanted to be a cloud catcher, thinking that if I could just climb a very tall ladder to the clouds, that somehow I could bring about rain and in the drifts. Well, since then I've realised that that's not quite how things work, but I guess I've always been interested in solving problems, and little did I know that 16 years later, in one of my engineering subjects at uni, I'd be working with group mates on stochastic rainfall models for a catchment system based on future climate change projections. That's incredible. What a great story. I love the journey. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. And so we will chat all about your uni course today. But before we do, tell me a bit about your high school days. So what was your high school experience like? I went to Ivanhoe Girls Grammar School and quite enjoyed the opportunities that were provided there and was blessed to have some truly amazing teachers. During high school, I participated in a variety of sports, from badminton to road cycling to track cycling in a velodrome to synchronized swimming and even water polo. I also enjoyed participating in house activities such as athletics, swimming, art and craft and performing arts, as well as clubs such as the Library Club, Edition and the Christian Club Masters. In year 11, I started volunteering outside of school at a mini op shop and have continued to do so until this day, although not during the current lockdowns, unfortunately. I have mainly kept in contact with friends at clubs and during breaks and when I wasn't studying or reading in the library and have maintained some of those friendships since uni. Wow, you've done so much. I have to ask you about the synchronised swimming. That's incredible. Was that really hard to hold your breath underwater for so long? I know it's a side question. I think the hardest part was probably uh, treading water the whole time. That was quite strenuous. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And so let's go back to your year 12 self. Was civil systems and construction something that you always wanted to do? I was pretty sure that I wanted to pursue civil engineering after high school, but construction management wasn't on my mind at the time. I saw the careers counsellor who was quite helpful and attended career sessions, which were informative, but also pretty broad and not very specific to what I'm studying now since they need to address the what I attended one open day at La Trove and one at Unimob, at which I distinctly remember seeing concrete tests being performed in the underground wet labs of the old engineering building which I thought was pretty interesting. 
I didn't do much research into uni courses at the time. I'd only looked into Bachelor in Honours of Civil Engineering at La Trobe and knew that civil systems could be studied at UniMel through either Bachelor of Science or Bachelor of Design. And I ended up choosing design because at the time I thought it just sounded creative, not actually realising what it would entail. I love that. I feel like a lot of students have that as well, where, you know what, I'm deciding out of a couple of options and I'll just go with this one. This sounds cool. And so, okay, had you not gotten into the Melbourne course, did you have a backup option? And I'm assuming it would have been La Trobe. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I did a little research into the graduate degree packages, GDPs offered at UniMel, with the one for engineering requiring a higher entry ATAR for the bachelor's degree, but securing entry into the master's program, which I thought was pretty reassuring. I didn't know whether I'd be able to achieve this, though, and originally just had the course at La Trobe as my first preference, so partly because the campus was a lot closer to home. I just prayed that I'd make the right choice about uni and I was elated to find out that thankfully I met the requirement for the GDP and applied for VDES, which I still had little clue about at the time, but thank God I ended up really enjoying it. I haven't regretted this choice. As a caveat for future students though, if they'd like to apply for a GDP at UniMel, just remember that it has a different VTEC course code because I didn't realise at first and consequently almost missed it. This is really good advice. So for anyone listening, GDP, it's like a graduate degree package, which means if you get a certain ATAR, so if you achieve a higher score, you can bundle your undergrad degree and your postgrad studies in one, which means you won't need to, ha- you won't need to apply for that later on in your degree. So if you want to complete the Master's of for example, civil engineering or whatnot, you can start off in a Bachelor of Science or Bachelor of Design and then automatically have your spot saved for you in your postgraduate study, which is what Michaela did, right? Yep. Yep. Cool. Okay. And so now let's talk all about your bachelor's degree. So like I said, you're doing a Bachelor of Design, but you've got a double major. So you've got a major in civil systems and construction. Now, To me, in year 12, I would have no idea what civil systems are and I would have some idea what construction is. But can you tell me what exactly these majors are about? Sure. Civil systems leads into civil engineering. Subjects in the first and second years tend to be generally quite theoretical, covering the maths and science knowledge that is a foundation for future, more practical work. Civil systems is about applying math, physics, earth sciences and technology to real-world building and infrastructure projects, analysing problems and designing solutions. Construction is comprised of two main areas. Construction technology is focused on structures and has quite a bit of overlap with the content in civil systems uh, regarding construction materials and structural systems. Construction management is more focused on management and legal aspects. The two are also available as separate minors. Uh, This major is very practical with opportunities for site visits and interesting design projects. It's also quite broad, covering aspects from different areas such as construction management, structural engineering, environmentally sustainable design, quantity surveying and law. Crazy. Okay cleared that up for me thank you and so take me through the subjects that you completed in your first year so in your first year were there any like core subjects that everyone in bachelor of design had to do or did you go straight into like civil systems and construction type of subjects there aren't any core subjects for bachelor of design across all of the majors as such like as there may be in bachelor of commerce so it really depends on which majors you pick in my first year i studied calculus one and two physics one statics understanding the built environment understanding planet earth principles of management as well as linear algebra in the following summer Each subject has lectures, often a few times per week, presented to a large number of students, sometimes the entire cohort. 
Um, during which the lecturer just spends time teaching the content while students listen and take notes. Tutorials were in smaller groups, usually around 12 to 20 students, and involved discussing and solving problems with the classmates. For maths and science, for instance, this would be solving problems on the whiteboards in small groups. Awesome. And so I'm guessing because you got a lot of maths and science type of subjects in the first year, were your assessments like quizzes? Were they like exams? Were there anything like practical projects? How were you assessed on these things? Yeah, definitely. The assessments really varied across the different subjects. For math subjects, there were assignments every week or every few weeks throughout the semester with a lengthy and heavily weighted final exam, like 70 to 80% of the final mark for the subject. For science subjects, there was practical work and lab report assignments each week or so for physics, a few quizzes and field reports for the exams weighted around 60%. And my engineering subject had some short quizzes, a couple of large group assignments and a similarly weighted final exam. Lastly, my management and construction subject that year each had one to two assignments, usually group work and final exams with the construction one also having short multiple choice quizzes. Awesome. You got a good mix. But I understand I actually did a property subject when I was in uh, my undergrad degree at Commerce and I did it as like an elective. I remember that the exam was weighted like 75%. I was so scared because it was so heavily weighted. But anyway, I survived. Um, I wanted to ask you about your contact hours in your first year. And now we should probably tell everyone that you completed your first year last year in a global pandemic where everyone was online. So maybe talk a little bit about that and, you know, how much hours a week did you dedicate to study, learning, workshops, seminars, all that type of stuff? So I had the first few weeks on campus, which was really interesting and exciting. During the pandemic, the teaching teams for each of the subject put in a lot of effort to make the transition to online learning a lot smoother. Um, we did labs from home. They had videos from site visits for the construction subject. And yeah, they really went over and above. Physics had the most contact hours out of my subjects last year, up to six and a half hours per week, comprising lectures, labs, tutorials, and management. Had the list at about three hours per week, comprising a lecture and tutorial. Most subjects in my courses have about four contact hours per week. This is pretty consistent across the years, and the typical study load um, is about 12.5 credit point subjects. Um, for 12.5 credit subjects per year per semester. Gotcha. Okay. And that's pretty standard across any degree, which is great. And so, okay, you're now in your second year. Has the contact hours changed? Do you feel like it's a greater workload or you think it's quite similar? The contact hours are pretty similar, although the workload has increased substantially. Okay. Good to know. Um, and so, okay, you started the Bachelor of Design and you knew that you wanted to do civil systems and construction, but within the Bachelor of Design, there are so many major options. So you could do urban planning, you could do architecture, you could do like graphics, you could do, I think, information technology. There's so many options. And so I want to know, out of this huge list, how did you decide on these two majors? It was difficult for me to decide on what particular course and majors I wanted to pursue because I have so many different interests and always love learning. However, I figured that studying design with majors in civil systems and construction combines my interests in design and science, creativity and technicality in an exciting and constantly evolving field. Uh, construction wasn't initially on my mind when I first applied for BDES. But after I completed Understanding Built Environment my first semester, that just inspired me to 
take up the construction major because I really enjoy the way that the subject was taught and the content. Is there any subject at school that you think relates to what you're studying now? So for example, did you do a particular like maths, like methods or special and it's been the same maths that you've done? Or did you do VCD, for example, and it's translated over? For maths and physics subjects at uni, the content and skills I learnt in VC methods and it's related very well, providing a good basis for future subjects. Everything else was quite different though. VC doesn't quite prepare you for construction design. And totally fair enough. There's no subjects in VC that's about construction or, you know, design type of thing, which maybe they should be. Who knows? Anyway, um, I wanted to ask about your transition from being a high school student to a uni student. So how did you settle in? Again, I know we were in COVID and lockdown. Do you think the course was easy to make friends, socialize, that type of thing? I guess the experience at uni is quite different to that at high school. I think that because I'm generally quite driven and independent, I didn't find the transition too difficult in terms of workload or assessments. I used to catch the train to high school and nowadays, uh, well, when we aren't in lockdown, I take a train and train to uni. So this was a change in travel time from about 20 minutes to around an hour each week. I made only a few friends from class, kept in touch with a couple from high school, now at uni mob, but I mainly socialise at clubs and societies as that's where you can really find a consistent group of people, a community that shares your interests and values, like even during all the lockdowns when online events continue. Totally. And we will talk a bit later about clubs and societies, but I totally agree and I know this is my true sense. I never got to participate or I never really put myself out there in clubs and societies in my undergrad. And I regret that because I struggled to make friends and I struggled to transition. So absolutely, if you can get involved in clubs and societies, it's an excellent way to make friends or meet new people. And I want to ask, is the course competitive? So for example, I'm aware that particularly like architecture in the Bachelor of Design is quite competitive. Now I'm wondering, do you find that in your majors as well? I think that UniMelv is relatively competitive in general, but collaboration is highly valued, especially considering the sheer amount of group work in areas such as design, engineering, and general. I believe that design may be more collaborative than other courses as the majors, although diverse, interrelate to a certain extent. And you learn to appreciate this synergy when people from different areas come together. Even the layout of the MSD building itself is an invitation to cross-disciplinary collaboration with large, sunlit, open-plan study areas and walls covered in student work from various different fields. It never ceases to amaze and inspire. That's so true. I just want to echo that. Like I mentioned earlier, I did a property subject at Uni Melbourne and I was so excited to go to the MSD, so the Melbourne School of Design building, because it's the, the most beautifully constructed building in the whole world. And it's obviously like amazing because it's the home of design, but it has a really nice feel. And like you said, there's student work posted all around the place, um, very collaborative. Absolutely. And so on that note of subjects, how much maths is in your degree? So yes, you did calculus and yes, you did physics, but for someone who may not think that maths is their strongest, but they want to do civil systems, what are your recommendations? Uh, Firstly, when I was in high school, I wouldn't have considered myself a very strong math student. I was pretty average, but I was interested in maths and physics, persevered nonetheless, and, and I'm enjoying what I'm studying at the moment. For civil systems, there are four math subjects, calculus one and two, linear algebra and engineering maths. For those who've studied specialist maths and met the studies requirements, they can skip calculus one and have a free elective space instead. 
at the uni subjects utilize some of these skills and knowledge as a basis for engineering design. I definitely recommend taking methods in BC. It's required for both civil systems and construction. If students haven't taken it, they can still do bridging or enabling studies. This will add extra time and cost to their degree. I didn't study specialist maths in high school, but I would encourage any strong maths students to take it up. Otherwise, they can just study calculus one in its place at uni. Wow, that's good insight. I had no idea. And so, okay, if you have done spec, then you don't need to do calculus one because it's just a bit of a recap. But if you haven't, then that's also fine because you can do a bridging course. But like you said, you have to take like extra time and obviously pay for that course too. Hmm, okay. Good to know. All right. And what about like fun? So have you been um, able to do any breadth subjects outside of design? I haven't really had much room for electives with this particular double major, although I did study physics one last year, which was quite interesting, but also pretty intense. Okay, cool. If you did want to do any fun electives, could you do, say, like an art subject or a commerce subject? Uh, yeah, that could definitely be a possible breadth subject. That's a hard one. I've enjoyed all of my uni subjects, although my favourite would probably have to have been statics. It was my first actual engineering subject and I loved learning about construction materials and design, learning how to use structural engineering software and design and model a truss bridge for the group project. I also really enjoyed understanding planet Earth because I'm interested in geology, understanding built environment, because it provided a wonderful introduction to the construction industry as a whole and inspired me to take up the construction meter as well as environmental building systems and engineering materials. Okay, now on this note, you mentioned software. Students have not used any software, and I'm wondering what software or tools are you using, you know, to do your assignments, and, like, does the uni teach you how to use these programs? Yeah, I've used Microsoft um, Excel, MATLAB, SpaceGas, Bridge Designer, and a lot of this is quite new to me, apart from Excel. Um I had a like, pretty basic knowledge of Excel, no experience with the other software, and the uni really does a great job in providing skills from basic to um, more experienced levels. They really like help you step-by-step step learn how to use the software. You don't need to have any prior knowledge. Okay, really good to know because some students may be stressing about that, but at least they don't need to worry. And okay, I've asked you about your easiest subject. What about your hardest subject to date? And why has it been your hardest? My hardest subject is probably physics one because there was a lot of content and contact hours and it was quite fast paced with many assessments throughout the semester and a rather challenging and heavily weighted final exam. But this was your like elective. So this wasn't part of the design subject, right? Uh, Yeah, this was an elective for me, although they're studying... Uh, civil systems in Bachelor of Science would do Physics 1 instead of Statics, but I just did both Physics 1 and Statics. Cool. Okay, gotcha. And I've always wanted to know, I'll be honest, civil system construction, it's typically like a male-dominated industry in general. Do you feel outnumbered in your major or what is like the ratio of males to females? Engineering, there aren't really that many female students, maybe about three or four in a tutorial of like 15 to 20 or so. There are more in construction, and I've heard that there are many more female students in the Master of Construction program. But this, I don't really feel outnumbered as such. We're all in this together and support each other, and I think that most male students in these fields are quite respectful. And I truly feel blessed to have been born in a time in which women are actually encouraged to pursue fields in STEM because this is what I'm really interested in. Oh, my goodness. You're preaching to the choir. I, I'm so glad that you feel that way, and it's, and it's nice, like you said, that it's it's collaborative and that, you know, you're seen as equals. So 
I'm very glad to hear that. And okay, so we've talked about the study and the the subjects and the assessments, but okay, what about like extracurricular at uni? Are there any internships or work experience as part of the course? How does that work? Uh, internships work experience aren't really required as part of the course. Although a 12.5 credit design internship subject is available in BTES as an elective, if you have room on your study plan. And there's also a 25 credit point internship subject available as an elective in the Master of Engineering. Okay, cool. And I'm wondering, are you looking for any external internships or work experience currently? Uh, if you're looking for an internship, you can search on job finding sites in Google. But I think the best and most reliable way is through the unit itself. The Unimog Careers Newsletter, for instance, frequently advertises jobs and internship opportunities. And the BDES Newsletter Vivid also lists job related, jobs related to the specific majors in design. Furthermore, becoming a member of course-related clubs and societies, like the Melbourne Uni Civil and Structural Society and Engineers Australia gives you access to their newsletters, which frequently list internship opportunities and events such as industry webinars and, and networking nights. Finally, there's also the option of getting an internship sourced by the uni through the internship subject in the master's program, given that you meet a certain brand requirement. Okay, good to know. And you mentioned clubs and you mentioned society. So I think this is the best time to talk about it now. Why would you encourage someone to join these societies or clubs and what can they expect to gain from them? I definitely encourage future students to get involved in clubs and societies. As I think it's just in general, a great way to meet people who share your interests and values and make friends, uh, even if they're not specifically course related. It's a great way to stay in touch with great community of people. Uh, for instance, I'm a member of the Female Catholic Society and Catholics of One Spirit Down Under, COSTU, which have been running events every week, even during lockdown, including guest speakers, games nights, as well as prayer and study sessions online. And I truly feel blessed to be part of this amazing and supportive community as I learn more about the faith. And I'm also part of the Melbourne Union Civil and Structural Society and have attended their online industry webinar series and networking nights. So I definitely encourage future students to attend some of and Winterfest, explore the Clubs Expo and sign up to clubs that interest them. Absolutely. And so, okay, I want to also ask about another experience. You're part of Girl Power in Engineering and IT, so like a program where you've mentored VCE students. Can you tell me how you found out about the opportunity and then what it was like? I found out about this opportunity through the uni as well. Melbourne School of Engineering, which facilitates the program. I'm currently mentoring VCE students with this program, providing study advice and insights into uni, following up on any related questions just to better support them in their future studies and career journeys, just as a way of giving back. Awesome. And like, it's a great way to, you know, develop your skills, but also great on your resume. So when you are applying for internships, you've got experience that you can talk about, or when you are applying for jobs, for example, you've got uh, examples and something to showcase that you got involved, which is pretty cool. Now, I want to ask about students and being online. I know this is not a question, but I just thought of it. I know we are online and maybe it will be online next year. Let's hope not. But how can students make the most out of a Bachelor of Design, Civil Systems and Construction major um, at university in an online setting? In an online setting? It is a bit more difficult. There's not quite as much interaction, not quite as much opportunity to really meet people. But a lot of events, things have 
transferred to some sort of online format. So there'll still be loads of online events, panels, etc., that they can join. In general, I would say the Melbourne Peer Mentor Program, MPMP for first years, is a great way to gain insight into their course and academic advising provided by the faculty helps provide insights and study advice into and um, propose that the Melbourne Peer Mentor Program and PMP for first years is a great way to gain insight into their course and academic advising provided by the faculty helps provide industry insights and study advice and this transfer to this transition to an online format during all the restrictions. I'd also really recommend attending design events such as the MSDX, now online, the Melbourne School of Design's biennial exhibition, which shows, showcases students' work, features guest speakers, and includes other activities. The Dean's lecture series is also an amazing way to gain industry insights and creative inspiration through talks by guest speakers. There's also various fun events offered by specific clubs associated with design. Also, in my time as a Bachelor of Design Ambassador, I've been honoured to represent the faculty at different nine events, some in person, some online, such as being a panellist on a Mead Melbourne webinar to share course insights and being involved in roundtable discussions relating to the place components of the Advancing Melbourne 2030 Strategic Agenda, which focused on enhancing a sense of belonging at uni and advancing reconciliation and reciprocal learning with Indigenous communities. So there's a lot that the university has on offer just sign up to things, have a go, and you'll meet people and great experiences. Absolutely. You've done so much, which is great. And it's really nice because it's quite specific to your passions and your interests. And I'll tell everyone listening now, you can bet that there's some club or there's some event that really relates to your interests. You just might not know it yet. So it's just about checking your emails, looking on the uni website, and you'll be able to find it, I promise. And okay, I know you're not finished the degree yet, but let's go fast forward a little bit. Nearing the end of the degree, what are the next steps to become accredited? So I understand you do need to do further study, but lucky for you, you do have the graduate degree pack, which um, has confirmed your place at your post-grad study options. Tell me a little bit more about that. To become an accredited civil engineer, I'll need to study a Master of Civil Engineering after completion of my bachelor's degree. There's also the option of a Master of Architectural Engineering, which is effectively a double master's degree for those who would like to be able to work in both the fields of architecture and civil engineering, although it would take one and a half years longer. So I intend to study a Master of Civil Engineering, which will be over two years. For those who haven't already studied the Civil Systems major in undergrad, the master's course length is three years so that they can satisfy the prerequisite. The total length of my degrees comes to five years with a three-year bachelor's degree and BA master's. I'm aware that other unis offer a four-year program with a three-year bachelor's degree and one-year honours degree, which may be more suitable for those interested in research and or getting into the industry a little earlier. For me, however, I think that the extra year is worth it. I love the breadth of the Melbourne model and I look forward to the master's coursework and the practical and industry-related opportunities it provides. Awesome. I had no idea that you had lots of options. So you could either do like the double civil and architectural engineering, I believe that's what you called it, or you can just do the single. Wow, that was really insightful. What if you just finish the Bachelor of Design with your two majors, so civil systems and construction, but you don't do further study? What career outcomes are there without the further accreditation? With the civil systems major alone, career outcomes include working as a cadet engineer, engineering assistant, research assistant, or technician, CAD technician, 
contract administrator, project administrator, or a road design jobs person. And the construction major alone leads the jobs such as a site coordinator, junior project coordinator, contract administrator, consultant, cadet quantity surveyor, junior cost estimator, or research assistant. And students can look further into this by looking at the student handbook and the relevant majors, see where will this lead me, which lists the uh, jobs that you can apply for after completing these majors. However, following majors with a Master of Civil Engineering or Master of Construction Management really broadens these opportunities even more, providing high levels of qualifications and is generally highly recommended. Good to know. There's so many options. And so if you decide that you don't want to do the master's course and you want to finish just at the bachelor's, that's fine. There's so many like career opportunities available. And so, okay, if there is a student listening and they're thinking that they want to study civil systems and construction, but they're not sure, how can they work out or maybe get a taste to see if it's for them? I think a good place to start is if they're already intending to study at Melbourne Uni in Bachelor of Design to pick some of those uh, early prerequisite subjects like Calculus 1 or 2, introductory construction subjects like understanding built environment and if they really enjoy those then maybe civil systems and construction is for them. If not the Melbourne model is still pretty flexible and they can explore other interests. Also talking to students who are studying those majors, attending any Meet Melbourne webinars, uh, university open days, asking questions in general will provide a lot of guidance there. Awesome. Great advice. And so I ask everyone this, what's something that you wish you knew when you were in year 11 and year 12? I would say something that I wish I'd done more in year 11 and 12 and even now is to not really, to not be afraid to ask questions, whether this is in relation to course planning, whether it's something about subject content, just ask questions whenever you need help and people will help you. It'll really guide you in your future studies and other decisions. Yeah, just don't be afraid to ask questions uh, at high school, uni and beyond. Love it. That is exactly what I preach. Ask questions, get involved, put yourself out there. No questions, a silly question. I also want to add on the note of questions, if students have more questions and they want to ask you about maybe studying at Melbourne or maybe the Bachelor of Design degree or even your majors being civil systems and constructions, where can they find you to reach out? Um, they can email me for sure. I don't have that much uh, social media, but I always check my emails and I'd be happy to respond if they have any questions. Love it. And so I'll put Michaela's email in the show notes. So if you do have questions, you are able to reach her. But that does conclude our chat. And I've actually learned so much about this degree. And in some ways, I think I've got some FOMO. I want to learn this. But anyway, um, thank you so much, Michaela, for joining us today. I've learned so much. Thank you. If you like this episode of The Student Space, you can find us on Instagram at the.studentspace and it's just The Student Space on Facebook and LinkedIn. Also, if you have any requests for podcast episodes in the future, do reach out to us on Instagram DM and I'll make that happen. If you'd like to support us further, follow us on Spotify or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Alternatively, I would love for you to leave a review. Thanks, everyone. Bye.